Sun's up. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Active Recall. I am Walter. With. Oh, uh, yeah. Francis. Oh, man, I t- Francis. And this. Oh, geez. What episode is this? I don't even know. Uh, let's look it up real quick. Let, I, I can pull yeah. this up. <laughs> this won't take too long to pull up. <laughs> episode. Oh, God. I just glanced at our listens. Not great. Uh, 66. 66. Thank you so much. No worries. Uh, for anyone and everyone still tuning in and staying tuned, thank you so much. Again, we seriously appreciate it. But if you guys want, go ahead. Oh, do you still have ActiveRecall.com or CO? Uh, CO, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta work on that. Okay, so anyways, uh, rough start. We're shaking rusty. the rust off right now. Rust is, rust is real. Uh, let's just go back to the, the basics. Sess, how have you been, man? It's been so long. April seventeenth was the last time we talked. Not, not me and you talking. Last time we talked with an audience. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We haven't disappeared from each other's lives. No. The, <laughs> Have we seen each other since? No. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did we see saw, each other like yeah, a month Dan's, ago. Dan's yeah. yeah. So I haven't. I, I didn't realize until I looked at this date. I haven't recorded. I thought I did like a lot after our last time we recorded, but I only did one solo episode. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of solo episodes, but it's been two months since I recorded solo. Been pretty good. The it's summer. Summer in New York. Um, nice. I'm a little lonelier right now because. <laughs> Amy, Amy's at her internship, uh, Bay Area. Shout out to Amy. <laughs> Shout out to Sing. Hi, Amy. Um, yeah, <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> How have you been? Oh, dude, super. Like I'm doing really well. Uh, in fact, uh, I did a lot of, um, I guess you could say paperwork, and then advertising, marketing. I've been trying to get everything back down to like. I've been, you know, when email just keeps getting like blown at you every single moment of every day, and then like, um, I think for example, Yelp, they they give you a response time, right? And if you don't oh, keep yeah. up to the response time, you you're you start to lose a uh, you start to lose ranking on your like they'll give you a green, yellow, or red, and I said you know do a twenty four hour thing so i I used to batch it with yelp just so i could do that but ever since the response time came in i just every every time i see an email i try to do it (laughs) in under 10 minutes but uh so yeah i mean i got everything good i got like a whiteboard to keep everything like in check i mean i have a i have our scheduled 9 a.m podcast (laughs) (laughs) which is like kind of out of nowhere i have my calendar Uh, i've been a lot more organized and you know, also the apartment thing has been doing great now. Uh, love it. I've been loving this like so much more. This is uh, getting a lot better now. But uh, yeah, so yeah. that's my that's my little thing, dude. Yeah. So, sounds like uh, the last few months have been good for you as I spiral into darkness and like, <laughs> my uh, the living room is in disarray. Um, oh no! <laughs> just uh, had to. No, it's it's been good. Um, but yeah, good, it does man. sound like you've you've been pretty busy. That you do, you, it's like you're shooting every week, every weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, tonight I'm going to be shooting at for Hard Rock uh, for this like theme called Night Swim. So everyone in their 
board shorts and I was gonna say, bikinis. A, it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, um, dude, yeah. what we're going to try to do today so that we don't go for like another long gap, we're going to try to batch some episodes. I think sometimes yeah. uh, maybe we shouldn't say that so it seems like we're actually recording this every week. But yeah. um, I think a lot of podcasts do this, and you'll notice, I think, there's some where it's like, oh, I've, I've seen some podcasts that post daily, like, four-minute episodes, and it's like, oh, I don't think they're, I think they recorded this all in, like, 1998, or 2018, <laughs> and they're still, yeah. like, ch- they just chopped it up really nicely. Um, right. But we're okay. going to try it out. We'll see. Yeah. The goal today is to do four 20-minute episodes or, like, 15, something like that. It's not going to be... We're not going to go try to be, like... Have you ever seen Mr. Beast on YouTube? He does, Mr. like... Mr. Beast? No. Yeah, he, he does, like, these kind of, like, stunts, but they're not, like, David Blaine life-risking stunts. It's it's stuff like reading the dictionary and then oh. it creates, you know, like, a 20-hour video just, like reading oh my the dictionary God. um yeah yeah or That's like anyway we're not doing that no no like marathon <laughs> podcast session here we're just going to try to talk about four different books mm-hmm. um like you said back to the basics back to self-development books and rambling <laughs> and we'll see how it goes try to share some sure. quotes from the books uh today we'll be talking about john acuff his series of books there's four of them. The actual order of them from publishing, it's uh, Quitter, Start, Do Over, and Finish. But we'll probably right. go in like a different order where it's Start, Finish, Do Over, and Quitter. Actually, let's start with Quitter That's... because you've read that one. So Right, right. Um, I'm rereading it right now as we speak. Yeah, yeah so like... And I've read... Or at least, like, listen to the different books. And mm-hmm. um, I I think the way I, I do, I really enjoy the, these books. Just, I, I like his writing style. Pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, me too. Um, mm-hmm. Not, like, belly over, like, peak stand-up comedy laughing. But <laughs> just, like, a, a lot of, like, you know, chuckles. Uh, it's just a really positive attitude, like a positive writing style is how I would, I would describe it of like, right. Um, um, I think the way, yeah. Also the way he writes, it's, he does give out like jokes here and there, but, uh, I like the way that he puts out the stories first and then kind of, uh, relays it back to the actual topic or something like I, I enjoy the way he kind of makes it easier for you to digest. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's the reason why. Yeah. These are like, um, as far as nonfiction books go, if you have like one end of the spectrum of like Malcolm Gladwell and, or maybe like Freakonomics, maybe that's not the, because the, they, Malcolm Gladwell writes good stories as well that like tie to, I, I'm trying to think of like one of those books where it's, you go to the notes section and it's like 40 pages of like, this, this is all. <laughs> journal research of i think david epstein is a good example um he wrote range and endure and it's tons of research tons of scientifically mm. backed stuff so john acuff's books are more story um 
it's it's not like the scientific rigor of a different thing. It's like oh, th- this is my experience and um, other people's experience that uh, experiences with other people I've met and like worked with. Um, and I think those are yeah. that's powerful also. Just like the power of story is like a big thing yeah. to get get lessons across. Oh, for sure. Um, now, it's really quick on all these books that of John Acuff. Since we we're talking about Quitter first. Have you ever tried implementing anything um, from Quitter, for example? Like any any little little tidbits? Because he has a ton. He has a ton of like ideas or plans for Quitter. For yeah, example. I guess like the structure of the book uh, of each of the books is like um, they're short chapters, right? With like right, yeah, the chapters yeah, are like, short, yeah, this lesson, this lesson, this lesson. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess no, not like a specific thing that I've. I listened to it and was like, okay, I'm going to do this right away. And mm. um, and <laughs> I don't do that for a lot of books, which is probably why, like, <laughs> I, I just don't... You keep reading a, books, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like... Uh, <laughs> there's a good video about this. All I can do is point to think other stuff and not say, like, this is how I applied it. But there's a, you know, Thomas Frank from College Info Geek. He his one of his like I think it might be his most recent video is about like how to actually apply stuff and mm. it's really like take this information actually schedule it then actually apply it um, right but I I have what I do with particularly do over is I'll I'll put it on like it's more of like this when I need this kind of motivation or like that kind of like reminder that then um, oh. So not like a specific thing, but like the high level thing of do over is like, hey, reframe, like, hey, it's just a reminder. You're not in that bad of a situation. Like, right. Check your attitude and (laughs) flip it. So like that kind of thing. So I very much like have done that um, from do over and other books. But like, what about you with Quitter? So let's let's I, I guess like let's kick it off. So I guess this is like kicking off Quitter. This is the yeah, Quitter episode. This, we'll record some bumpers, I think, to put on the front, or I'll just do it by myself alone um, <laughs> to, to like remind that we like recorded these together. Um, For sure. So Quitter is really about like starting your passion. Um, so it's quitting one mm-hmm. thing so that you could start something else. Right. And we have some some quotes from here, but. Why are you re-listening to it? Like, what about it resonated with you? Sure. Okay, so the last time I listened to this book was about, I think, six to seven months ago. And it really hit me, like, close to home. So what I tried to do was make a plan. And my plan was to quit my job within six six months. But every time I tried that... Or, like, I did save up up to six months, but my investments back to the business has been faltering my, my plan. So there was a time when I was talking to you and saying, you know, instead of me just uh, just quitting on the spot for six months and just, like, gunslinging, good luck, have fun. Uh, like, for the, the book, for example, the first thing he talks about is, like, testing your dream kind of thing. and And one of the things was to see if I have... A manageable dream to accomplish and yeah that was the one thing I, I needed to re-listen to again and then the second thing was kind of like the fear factor of the book 
So having different bosses. So he had a story about his a, he a boss that he was not really fond of or like a fan of, and he would always be like discouraged to go to work, and he would be stressed even thinking about going to work. I think it's it, he talked about seeing his boss's car, and if he's there, then he's dreading it. <laughs> he's already dreading the day. But、um, he said that when he quit the job, if you do quit your job, you have other bosses, which is your rent, your 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 groceries, Trader Joe's, or for, for something like that. And he he goes on saying, everything, every little thing is a boss. So your mind starts to starts to force you to think of money. And then there was a there was a point where his daughter was at the hospital and. They said that yeah, you guys have to do a lot more tests. And then instead of him saying just yes, he's like, "Oh wow, that's expensive." That's like one of the things that kind of shook me was like, I am very at the state. At, I'm very frugal, but at the same time, I, I like having fun. So like、uh, a little <laughs> little back of the book is、uh, I will teach you to be rich. So having. Uh, yeah, that's that's that. like a sorry. It's like the nice first date line. Of,、uh, I'm frugal, but but I, I like, like to party. <laughs> party. <laughs> yeah. So,、uh, but、um, uh, I will teach you to be rich. Is like kind of telling you that you can have your lattes or whatever, blah blah. blah but you have to be like dead set on on things that you need to keep you going. You know, you you can't you can't. Falter on some of the things you got to put your head strong on some stuff that you need to do. Back to this book, back to、uh, Quitter. I had to re-listen to it just for the sake of getting my plan reorganized because I have three investments and I my hinge moments, all the stuff.、Uh, like hearing it justified my my dream job. So that's that's basically my number one reason of why I'm I'm re-listening to it. Right to get like that inspiration back because right it, it is that thing of like、again. yeah yeah I think it's that's like a good thing to that that's why I do like、um, I'll put do over on if I'm like not feeling motivated that day to、um, but we're talking about quitter so we'll talk about quitter right now <laughs>、um, yeah so、um, you mentioned、uh, I will teach you to be rich and right I like that. Um, I guess this is not necessarily like so about passion, like finding your passion and、uh, figuring out what's important、mm-hmm. to you. With that that idea of like you can have your lattes is、um, I kind of like the approach that. So the author is Ramit Sethi, and one of his things is that he instead of having like oh I'm fr- I'm frugal and in all things or like oh I love to spend money on all things. His thing is to figure out like what. I forget what he calls it. It's like, it's like、um, not triggers or like dial. I think it's your money dials, something like that. And it's yeah, that's right. That's right. right. So it's like you pick. Not everything's going to be even, right? And you pick the、mm-hmm. things that you really appreciate, really are passionate about, and then you you're not frugal there. But then for everything else, you are very frugal. So his example is that he uses like a MacBook Air from 2011, something like that. Because he doesn't, it's not his style. So he's very frugal on that. He's not going to buy a new computer if he doesn't really have a reason to. But then,、yeah. he's never going to take an economy flight.、Uh, so, <laughs> because he knows how much he he really his money dial is like travel for travel to be comfortable,、yeah. so that he、um, 
will travel more and it, it doesn't like it, it's this thing of like as you get older i think travel becomes kind of tiring and not not for everybody yeah. but like um yeah if you could avoid that and look forward to that through like throwing some money at it and then he encourages that but you have to have right. pro- yeah probably more things that you're frugal with than that you spend uh, extravagantly on. I like that. So okay, let's let's kind of let's do a question on that just just really quick because I like I like that. So um, if you since it's a convenience thing, you know the whole air travel thing, uh, just to get first class, just so you could like what recline, you add a little extra for your airfare, right? Just to just to have that convenience, but if we were to do it for us, what would what would be your money dial on something that you were not frugal on, but everything else you're kind of super duper frugal? Um, like what is like a would you would you splurge on a new MacBook Pro like me if that's the case? <laughs> or I guess uh, um, books. Yeah, go ahead. Books is like that's a, one that's main a thing. Yeah, and like. I guess I haven't been like too explicit. I, I think books are the, the one of the ones that is really like explicit for me that I'm not gonna. I spend a lot of. I don't know about like a lot of money on. I bet like uh, on, on average compared to like the, the rest of the world, I'm okay. sure I'm spending a lot of money on books. But like so as as a whole, okay. like uh-huh. if I'm buying, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm okay. comparing it to like a, really a one thousand dollar purchase, right? Yeah, so that's like, exactly. So it's something that that's a hundred books. Bigger. That's a hundred <laughs> books. Do you know what I mean? And like, um, <laughs> it's a, so yeah. I, I do have that rule of like, and there, there's a lot of different people who have this rule. So I, I don't know exactly where I picked it up from, but it might have been Ramit. And I think yeah, also okay. like Ryan Holiday talks about this, and I don't know all these different <laughs> productivity guys that they don't ever worry about like buying books because. Um, it's going to be worth the cost if you can get like one good nugget that you can apply for the rest of your life. Right. Um, yeah. I like that. I, I yeah. like that. So, so there, I think we've talked about this before of like it's books and food where I don't worry too much about. And I think exactly. exactly. this is something I've talked to my brother about this of like our parents never like th- those were two things that like my mom would always like if I wanted to like try some new kind of food out, like n- was never too worried about like, oh no, we need to save money on this. There's like definitely things we need to like, uh, right. <laughs> depending who you ask, because I I was like the spoiled kid, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> but then my my so I had of course like had an allowance and but when I went to the mall, um, if I wanted to buy a book because I'd go to like, Walden Books. And then EB Games and the arcade, right? So, so I have to right. use like those, my allowance for arcade, malls, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So video games, yeah. I have to use my allowance money. But my dad would let me buy whatever books, and he would just it wouldn't come out of my allowance or anything. So I, wow. I wonder how much of that like carried over into. That's really cool. Now. I like so, that. Maybe, what, yeah. What about you? You have a lot of camera stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, so the thing is. I always try to justify all my camera. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm going to need that if I have to do that. It's just like that insane amount to just keep buying camera gear just to invest back to me. It's it's really bad. Um, but to be honest, uh, when he was talking about uh, going over just about... Uh, when Ramit Sethi, I should say, is going over about something that you're going to buy. Like, f- 
I, I kind of noticed this. I've started doing this a little more frequently is that every time I go to a restaurant with Wellney or every time I'm just getting food, like grocery, like if it's groceries, I don't, I don't look at the, if they, if they tell me the bill or if they just tell me like, oh, okay, bananas is 59 cents a pound. I don't care. I, it's food to me that I just, I need it's like sustenance. So every time I see it, I'm like, I do not care if that's the bill, that's the bill. And I do like to, I do like to go kind of over the top. So for example, last, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, I went to this place called Din Tai Fung in San Diego and it's a Chinese like dumpling uh, restaurant. Very like you have to have a reservation just to eat or you're going to wait two hours for, for a seat. So we went there, we did it. And instead of, uh, I just went balls to the wall. Just, I want every, like I wanted this, this, this. I mean, the bill came out to like more than a hundred dollars, but I, I didn't care. I like, I was super like a big fan of Chinese dumplings, but that's where I, I don't really look at that. And I don't know if that kind of correlated for me as a kid. I think maybe, I don't, I don't know. That's a tough one because I, I've, I think ever since I read that book, I've always just thought, um, if, if I'm dialed down on all my expenses, then I could do whatever, the, whatever I want with all the things I want to do, cameras, uh, the food, and like the only thing I'm keeping track of is like furniture or, or things that we need for the house. Okay, okay, this one's 400 bucks. Okay, for sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I could dial that with my, my rent and bills and gas and electric, all, like all the current stuff. So I always try to organize that together. So th- yeah, I guess I guess that's that's what I do. Yeah. Did you get the shaved ice at Din Tai Fung? <laughs> no, no, we got so I got the uh, boba martini, dude. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I think um, what you said makes sense. Of like. It, it it is just that thing of like spend on at least you you recognize it that it's these things that you're willing to spend on and then you're responsible more responsible on other things and keeping track of like have the budget for the furniture that kind of thing right um, right exactly and I think yeah it, it does come back to like quitter and passion and like what do you want to and and it's that thing of, um, so, roommate always makes fun of that, like, oh yeah, just stop buying lattes, blah blah blah. But maybe the case mm-hmm. is that you're you're not passionate about your coffee. You just need something. Like, you're mostly there to sit, or like if you if that's like your thing, because you're passionate about writing every day. Then right. maybe in that case you can dial down, uh, get just get the drip coffee. And, um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, spend more to make your writing experience better. Uh, that's yeah. that's like a rough. I don't know that that's the best example. Um, but as far as uh, this this idea of like things coming back from when you were a kid and like looking to that for clues, there's this quote, and I'll read it now. Yeah. Um, from Quitter, he says, "More often than not, 
Finding out what you love doing most is about recovering an old love or an inescapable truth that has been silenced for years, even decades. When you come to your dream job, your thing, it is rarely a first encounter. It's usually a reunion. <laughs> How do you feel? That's and that's, that's good. And scene. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, is dude, the, that's that, great. Um, um, I love that. I love that transition. Yeah. Um, and, dude, and you've so talked about you remember, this with like video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So back in the day when I was, you know, hanging out with my sisters and Jason a lot. We did a lot of videos, like movie, like our own types of videos. We even did music videos. Jason's gonna like kill me for this, but we did a Spice Girls music video, <laughs> and uh, and it's in the fray somewhere. I don't know where it's at. I'm pretty sure my uh, my older sister Cheryl, I think she has it somewhere. I don't, I don't know, I'm too sure. But yeah, ever since as a kid, we we've done videos just just for fun, and I remember like. One of the biggest points that I just keep remembering is just Neighborhood Ninjas 2 <laughs> and uh, with Louie and you. And uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was for school or I think that was Kurt's thing too where he had to do The Matrix. But but as kids, we used to do a bunch of videos and that was just through your small like DSLR camera or, or Not like one of my dad's. Or my dad's like VHS recorder was like over the shoulder mount thing, super heavy kind of thing. But I mean, that was that that was definitely it's like what your quote what your quote said. It's a, it's a not a first encounter. It's a reunion. And coming back to what I like love doing, it's it's really full force that I this is definitely a dream job. This is like something I always wanted to try to do, even as a kid. So. It was with you. Like, uh, what about that? Like, do you have anything that you thought was not a first encounter when you were a kid? Yeah, I guess like if I look at all these like things I do that are my, I guess like my career, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Like making websites. I did that as a kid. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm guessing it was like what like. A decade between like when I first made a website before actually like getting paid to make a website, and right. I in some way was like um, keeping up with the blog or like putting our, our Counter Strike forum together. Um, <laughs> Dude, amazing! I love. Then that. Um, recently got a camera, so I'm not getting paid for this <laughs> because, uh, and I don't I don't have like plans to, but it, it was this thing yeah. of like. Um, it's always a like probably a New Year's resolution thing of like oh I need to like get into a new hobby or something like that and it's always like photography that I try to get mm. back into because I did really enjoy that as a kid um, and then I think making videos it's it's a uh, or even what I do a lot or like recently is I've been drawing more uh, on the iPad and growing up I did enjoy drawing um, so those things and. I don't know that it's not like I've made those things my job, but, but yeah. I mean, my, my, my job is like kind of rooted in passion and some aspect. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's definitely, it's always that thing of like passion versus like, should you be passionate first to have a career? And I think I lean more towards like, so good. They can't ignore you. Like what Cal Newport says of like, get good at something and then that's when you'll become passionate 
um, and don't focus too much on starting with the passion first. Uh, right, but th- right. this, so with this next quote, um, this reminded me, or something you said earlier reminded me of this. Um, do you want to read this one? It's this. Oh yeah. Uh, Would you uh, put it on? I'll I'll highlight it. It's at the very okay, bottom. Okay, page six. <laughs> Here. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see it. Don't Joe don't read the name. Franco. That's that's not. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just the quote. Totally joking. Okay, here's the quote. <clears throat> uh, quote: Hustle isn't just doing the things you love all the time. Hustle is doing the things you don't enjoy sometimes to earn the right to do the things you love. End quote. That's good. Wow. Yeah. So, I, I, think I, I enjoy that. So what you said earlier is like there's a lot of paperwork involved, right? And oh, dude, that's that's, that's the thing of like once you get paid to do something. It's rarely yeah. that you get paid to do just like the fun parts of it. So, right, exactly. And, and that's um, like a great thing about this book is like the the reality of like following your passion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'll totally like you know the the behind, I when I saw my passion as just like uh, if I do this if I just shoot videos and edit I will I will love my thing but I will love my my dream job but there's the smaller stuff that's in the back that's just a dread <laughs> like like the paperwork for example like taking taking time to do paperwork and emails and getting back to clients like contacting doing the doing just the nitty-gritty small things it it really kind of it kind of makes you realize like oh wait if that's your dream job i mean like honestly I, i'll do it just for the sake of my my dream job I just didn't realize that all those smaller things could be uh, time. Like, it just takes so much time. <laughs> it's just it's, it's a trip. So I like, I I have to do like those small things. I don't really care for just to do what I want to do. I it's, that's I love that quote. By the way, it just it makes sense. Um, right, and and the reason yeah. that I wrote um, Joe DeFranco on top of that was so he he's a fitness trainer. He's famously triple h's trainer so oh dope um and he has a podcast but he, he he's very grateful for like that he can like train these people and that fitness and health is like bodybuilding or muscle <laughs> performance and that kind of thing is his job it's his career his career is centered around that and helping other people um mm-hmm. do well and like improve their lives through this but he always mentions like there's hard work there's stuff that he doesn't want to do and you have to do that it's still a job there's still things he does that he doesn't want to do paperwork often email uh, all this like communication and stuff like that so um yeah and you can see this with anything like if we really like took um these passions that we have from when we were kids of like well you already see like the reality of like if you're making videos and you have clients and there's that side of it that that business side of it even like we loved counter-strike you look at professional streamers now and they're like or any video game um and there's like a new yorker i I have some article but they are always working there there is a work part to it it's not like this stress-free thing where they're just playing the game particularly if you're like a competitive player then you have to practice right kind of thing um so it doesn't look fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, but there's like definitely 
it, it isn't to say like it's it's not a good path either like they're definitely having oh yeah I'm, it's yeah. Uh, there's definitely a, a lot of fun parts of it and maybe more fun than like the actual work portions of it so that's where it's like and def- yeah definitely more fun than maybe what the alternatives could be so that that's where i do like this book of like yes find something you're passionate about if you can do a job where that that's what i think is if you can whether you think passion comes first or like the getting good at it comes first the end result of if you are doing a job that you're passionate about then uh-huh. That's much better than being in a job that you're not passionate about. I think of like right, right, and yes. and a job where sure. like you're not passionate about it. You've gotten good at it, and you're still not passionate about it. Um, that mm-hmm. isn't great either. Um, yeah, um, and then like I don't. There was one. I I, I was listening to this yesterday, and I, I actually um, I remember. Okay, back to Quitter. I just remember something that that you were talking about with the whole like counter-strike and how they have to work and then how all the small things have to account for, for that dream job. So it's, it's planning. Like when you're practicing, that's planning. Um, and then like, just to go a little off the, off the book uh, on quitter, it's uh, this, I'm going to start this quote right now. It's called quote, quitting a job doesn't jumpstart a dream because dreams take planning purpose and progress to succeed. That stuff has to happen before you quit your day job. So back to the to that whole situation of planning, like seeing those Counter Strike guys practice and just to succeed the progress. Oh man, like I I love that little quote about that. Just because what I'm doing right now with my job, I'm still planning. I'm even testing. That's 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 even the other thing I I've, I've actually figured out is that I have to test test the waters on some things. So advertising, I'm testing the way I market my own videos, the way I make, the way I make the videos. If it's eye catching or um, or how much I have to spend for advertising, and then the other thing is uh, how I plan out um, how I plan out the like if if I use this money from weddings, I have to invest on this. Therefore, I still need to make like. I still have to make some sort of profit to make this reasonable, right? That's this this that's things I have to go over and the good thing is I still have my job while I'm testing this out kind of thing. Right. Yeah, you didn't just make the leap and Yeah. yeah and then, then, so you remember know, that? I told you how scary it was and then you're yeah. like, "Yeah, it's it's actually pretty scary." <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um Anyways. Yeah, I I like that idea. Um, and it reminds me of a uh, short story long where, hmm. what were we talking about? Like passion and it, what were you, what you were saying, like with Counter-Strike and like having this plan and that kind of thing. And if we made right. plans to be like professional gamers when we were kids, like we, we had no idea really like what that looks like at the time Uh so sometimes you have this plan for this dream and it it doesn't pan out but that doesn't mean that you just uh, drop your passion completely at that point where Mm. in short story long he had tim grover on uh he's the author of relentless and he was michael jordan's trainer and a theme they talk about is that both of them like when they started out uh tim grover loved basketball 
was good like not this like pickup hero <laughs> he's he played mm. high school college then he got injured in college and he that's when he knew like he he, knew, he didn't think he was going to be the greatest basketball player in the world and like but he there was a chance that he could play professionally once you but once he got injured he realized like okay this is not going to happen but this doesn't mean he was still passionate about basketball so he figured out a way he had he's going to train these people learn how to train eventually he didn't drop the dream and then same thing with drama it, drama had uh, like the luck of his cousin rob deerdeck being professional skater so that's one thing of like breaking the four minute mile like you see someone doing something professionally and you know it's possible so maybe he could be a professional skater mm. not as good it wasn't able to do that but was able to stay within like he didn't drop that passion of like skate culture and that kind of thing and he was able to take his passions for fashion for music and then build it up within like that area of like skate culture and um he could resonate with those with skaters and that kind of thing and then eventually right like, gets bigger and bigger so it's that thing of like uh, if you can plan it out doesn't pan out then there's that doesn't mean to like just drop it completely and i think that's what um can happen and it, you're in your career and that's that yeah <laughs> and, it's you um, know to be honest that's a very touchy subject because when for example, when that person got injured, uh, it, that that moment where you could just quit and just be depressed or be depressed for the fact that you can't do what you want to do anymore. Like, if I lose my hand, I'm going to be, like, devastated, right? Because that's, that's like, almost half the things I have to do. And, like, I'll, I'll just use this with with the book again, but um, it's it's called The Hinge Moment from... Uh, from the book and he talks about how something that could happen to you uh, like positive or negative that could relate to something your dream can ah, geez it's it's kind of going back and forth but do you remember that that the hinge moment like what he was explaining right you were saying it's like a this key thing and then yeah so it's a key thing to make sure that your that your purpose is like you could go to your dream job so, for example, like one of my biggest hinge moments was when someone, some rando stranger, was actually paying me for their wedding, and that was that was my hinge moment, saying I'm going to go full force with this. Uh, that's a positive, but for example, my my negative, and this happened recently, is that I injured my right hand, um, my right hand and my shoulder, but uh, my right hand was because it was at work and I was gripping too hard. And it caused so much pain just to grip or even move my thumb that holding my camera or holding anything that would help me or not even editing, that wasn't that big of a deal. But the the negative was if I'm still with my job, that I'm going to have this reoccurring injury constantly, which will affect my dream job. So yeah, those are like the positive and the negative, like that that whole situation of of I just do not want to lose that. I don't want to be depressed, to be honest. But um but yeah, that's that's kind of like the hinge moment. Do you have any hinge moments for you? Like you... So w- w- when you're describing that like it's like this moment where you realize like oh you do want to like follow your passion or um right. so right. when I graduated college, I wanted to like make websites for 
uh, a living, blah, blah, blah. I had this offer to do electrical engineering and I decided, you know, this, I don't want to do this. I want to make websites. Um, so (laughs) turn, turn down the offer, um, spent the summer trying to get a job making websites couldn't do it and then had to take like uh, this like contracting job um, not doing electrical engineering not doing web development just pulling spreadsheets from emails and then sharing them with like these account executives not executives just like so this is like something I was not passionate about um, and it wasn't great eventually. <laughs> So I guess that's the thing of like, hey, well, I don't want to do this um, for sure because there was a path there where ah. I could like keep keep continuing on with that. So I went crawling back to the <laughs> electrical engineering offer uh-huh. or like the the place that was offering that. I <laughs> said like, hey, like in so many words, I'm like, hey, hey, yeah, like you know how I said no like six months ago. <laughs> Just. <laughs> like that's like the the like joke version of it but like that was really that was the email of like hey and luckily they're like yeah that's fine (laughs) um it took me back wow eventually was able to find a role within like inside of there that was making websites and oh wow that's amazing so that's the thing is like um, just because you're passionate about it, like you have to face reality. And yep, yep. I have so many rejection emails of like, and I, oh, yeah, man. just like sending out, like, hey, like I, <laughs> look how passionate I am. I made this blog. Like I'm able to do like PHP because of this. Blah blah blah. But, like, <laughs> we don't really care, <laughs> you know. It's like, <laughs> um, oh, okay. <laughs> like, let's. Have you been paid to do this? It's like, uh, no, not really. Like, it's mostly just side projects um yeah so, so it, it, well side projects is a good thing I, right. I mean i still do that it's a it's it's a solid thing for experience and i totally i mean if it wasn't for you saying that uh, i need to show something to show for and i have to do stuff for free it doesn't matter i have to do and i still do it like i still like when i get new gear i test it out i brought my the insta 360x to the carnival or the county fair, and I just tested out the camera, uh, and then I tested out at the apartment. And dude, it's like, experiences is key. That's why when you're talking about side projects, I I take that to heart. I don't I don't care who you are. I, I, if you have to do something for for free, you have to do it just for the experience. I mean, I'm still doing it. <laughs> right. So, anyways, um, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So... I just got. No, no, no that's <laughs> you should do like those tech reviews of the equipment of like this is the see uh, took it to the carnival like let's let's, let's let's yeah, zoom in at four hundred percent and see the quality on <laughs> this. Let's look at the pixels yeah. on that. Oh, I hate when they do that. <laughs> so, uh, so irritating. So, anyways, uh, let's get back to this. Uh, yeah, so we yeah. Oh, about yeah. The moment. So that I, was I your negative to share this. moment. Yeah. So yeah. I forgot to share this quote. Like getting back to the, the Tim Grover thing. So, but. Back from this quote from Quitter, he says, I know sometimes it's scary to think that you might do the wrong thing. It's terrifying to imagine wasting your one shot. But let me assure you, nothing you do will be wasted. Every decision you make, every path you take, 
has the ability to contribute something you need to succeed at your dream. Love it. And yeah, so that's kind of like exactly exactly what we're talking about. Of like, um, Tim Grover couldn't probably couldn't be like a basketball trainer at his level if he wasn't so experienced through playing. Um, True, it's like playing days. And uh, this reminds me of I, I mentioned College Info Geek earlier, and they have a podcast episode where they talk about their like winding paths for their career. And how they got there. And I kind of just like talked about mine of like how I eventually got paid the first time to like make a website. And it's like, it was not very straightforward. And those skills that you build up, not to say everything that you do will eventually like be useful in your career, but Mm -hmm. if you give it a shot, like trying to like, um, yeah, you put the effort in, execute your plan to like make your passion your day job and you still fail that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that time was wasted like those skills and you can be deliberate about it like figure out like how those skills can apply to right um so like uh, going over that i just curious so if like he said a little bit it's it's terrifying to imagine wasting your one shot so the, when I read or when I heard that, I always thought of that leap, right? The one shot of yeah. trying to do your dream job, and, and, and one shot that, is in quotes in this. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it is in quotes. It's just uh, it's it's something that a lot of people take to heart about that leap or that leap of faith or the way they try to um, justify the fact that they could they hate their job, therefore they should quit, kind of thing. So it, it's it it's not. It's pretty scary just to, like, it's scary to say that one shot could, could bring you back to your day job. That's how scary it is. That, I, I think about that. If, if I was to quit and I fail at my, my, like my dream job, uh, reality hits, life is going to take a toll and say, hey, bills do, bills do, uh, where's, your, where's that money at, kind of thing. I, that's, it's not... To be honest, that still takes me takes it to heart. But I, I think even testing that out, like while you still have your day job, while you still have everything that you have, means to an end, all kinds of stuff. At least you tested it out. At least you're like, how can I say this? Is uh, if you tried it out while you still have your day job, you could still come back to it again and test something out. And that's what, like, okay, like, I've been doing that for advertising for the past year. And the first several ads that I've been doing, garbage. <laughs> like, it's, I get people to see it, but I have no conversion, right? Um, but I still use that. And that's still, that's so much money. And I, I hate the fact that it's so expensive, but I have to pinpoint it every single time and I think after my last ad for all these other ones, it's contributed back. It's it's coming back tenfold. Everything that I've done for testing uh, has came come back. So, anyways, yeah, that's that. I love I love that quote. It's terrifying for sure, but you are not wasting your one shot. One right. shots are always and it's not. Yeah, it's. It isn't just one shot in life. You don't have just one shot in life. It's kind of no, like not at the all. Idea behind mm-hmm. this quote of like, and 
yeah, I guess like kind of wrapping up this book that um, those are the big takeaways or like uh, th- there's a lot of motivation here and like inspiration for like this is why it's worth it to right make your passion a career or, and be passionate like this is but understand like what that means is the thing hmm. like it's going to take effort it's not just going to be and and this isn't all like i think if you i think cal newport's book uh so good they can't ignore you is like the real concrete reality of like this this is what it means to follow your passion and these are people that are really passionate about work they put the hard work first yep so that i that's, that's so kind of true. the thing is like if other if the thing you're passionate about is like pretty popular and other people are passionate about it like you're gonna have to separate yourself in some way and it's not gonna be the amount of passion you have for it like otherwise like, the most passionate it, there's professional basketball players that are not as passionate about basketball as non-players not to say all of them but like pa- passion is not like the most important thing in like basketball, right? Like there's a, a yeah. lot of other aspects that will make you a good basketball player beyond just passion. Um, because there's plenty, there's plenty of like five, five players, like five, five. Is there really? No, 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 no. That are very oh. passionate about basketball. Played oh, all their lives, practice, like put all the hours like, in, God. hard work. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. just didn't have a shot. Right. So, mm. mm-hmm. um, Love it. Dude, so, that's yeah, good. To, you know, just I think that is a theme of like, if that's one principle, <laughs> the, the principle of it depends is not like the best principle. It's like, hey, our principle is that we're wishy washy on stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I think it is good to like see both sides of the story. And I think this is more on this is a good thing to listen to if you want to follow your passion. I love it, dude. That's good. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to end it, dude? Are we good? Yeah, we'll we'll end this one. Start a new episode. I don't think we're gonna do four today, but we might do two. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks for checking this out. We'll see you next week, which is really like one minute for us, but I think it will actually be a week for the listeners. So yeah, Ooh, thanks for supporting. We're gonna promise one more episode, but not yeah. <laughs> more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't worry. We're remembering how much hard work it takes to put these episodes together. Yeah, dude, I love you. Yeah, now this is fun. It's a lot of work. Uh, All right, well, Sus, uh, good hearing for you. I'll see you in a bit. (laughs) All right, take Take it it easy, easy, man. Have a good one, everyone. Take care. Have a good one. And And cut. Cut.